Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. All the schools are canceled today. High school, elementary school, Fanshawe College, University of Western Ontario, Conestoga, University of Guelph, all of it closed down because of the slick roads and the freezing rain warning that's in effect. Hey, FM 96, who's this? Uh, this is Steve out of St. Mary's. What's going on, Steve? Oh, not much, man. Just a little wound up about another school closure today. You think the school should be open? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Last I checked, we live um, we live in Canada, and it tends to snow here occasionally. This We're getting is, messages, uh, though, from people. There's trucks jackknifed on the 401. They say it's like driving on marbles out there. Well, and that's, that's, that's the thing, is I actually, uh, I dispatched for a trucking company, a transport trucking company, and uh, ironically enough, nobody calls in snow. These guys put on thousands of miles a day, and, you know, I, I just drove from Stratford to St. Mary's. The roads are absolutely fine. It's blowing across a little bit. But to make a judgment call at 5.30 in the morning just to say that it might be snowy at 3 o'clock when you got to take your kids home, I don't think that's right. It's pretty frustrating. Last, is, is there not a better safe minute. than sorry kind of mentality, though, right? I mean, we've been hearing for a couple of days that this freezing rainstorm well, is going to be huge, so why not play and, it safe? It's just a day of well, school. You, you know what, though? The, the thing that I have an issue with is I would absolutely agree with that. However, do you think that the uh, the teachers would agree to forfeit their wages today to cover everybody's child care expenses? No, not a chance. Not a chance at all, no. But, it, it, you know, it takes everybody who does not go to work today, they lose the day's wage. Obviously, the school board doesn't at all. But I think a good solution to that would be every single time that they close the school down, um, all the bus people that are not working today and all the schools that are not working today should be covering everybody's either child care or lost wages. If that, that was would... the way it worked, Steve, you got a point. If that was how it worked, there'd be a lot less snow days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I appreciate that, Taz. I listen to you every morning, and I just figured, you know, I, I better get call in this morning and just kind of vent a little bit. <laughs> well, you stay safe out there. How many kids you got? Uh, two. Two? And where are you, where yeah. are you putting them today? Uh, well, one's old enough to take care of herself. She's going to work. The other one's at the babysitters. Thanks, man. All right, have a good day, Todd. I just love, and I'm surprised by some of the stuff that gets people fired up online. So yesterday morning, Jim, you and I were online, and you're, we were looking at our computers, and you said, hey, Taz, look at this really cool house that's for sale in London, Ontario, just over uh, east of Adelaide. Mm-hmm. And you showed me this house, and it was a very unique place. Almost looked like something out of a story tale. Yes, it's very fantastical. It's a it's a one story house, seemingly in uh, EOA, basically not too EOA, but uh, the. The outside is is very interesting. Like there's a lot of woodworking on the mm-hmm. trusses and stuff like that. Different colors, colorful. It's and there's like a uh, you know a metal fence that's very elaborate and stuff. And then you click on the inside, and the the wallpaper is like a crazy sky Van Gogh blue. And there's so much wood, so much unique art. It looks like Harry Potter lives under the stairs. Right. It looks like an old British home. That's like out of a, f- a fantasy novel. 
It, but in a very small package. It's a neat house. Not for everybody, but it's a neat house. And we thought people would like to see it. And maybe one of our listeners would like to buy it. So we posted this thing on there uh, with the headline, Wow, this has to be the most unique house for sale in London right now. Wait until you see the interior. Mm-hmm. A little clickbaity, sure. But we want people to click on it and see this cool house. And there's a payoff when you click on it. Because it, right. it, is, it is a spectacle. Well... People were angry that we didn't mention that the owner of the house is Brian Vollmer from the band Helix. Jamie writes, as a rock station, you'd think you'd say it's Planet Helix. (laughs) But what do you guys know about local rock? (laughs) Planet Helix. We didn't know it was Planet Helix. We knew that Brian Vollmer from the band Helix... Uh, a band that had some success in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. We knew it was his house because it says so in the description of the uh, listing. Yeah. Read it. How dare you not let FM96 listeners know when local rock stars are selling their things? Okay. Well, if the bass player from the Gandharvas ever decides to sell his Hyundai, <laughs> we'll make sure to post that. <laughs> oh. To me, though, the real story is how unique the house is. It's not that Brian Vollmer owns it. Yes. I mean, that's a cool factoid, I would say. But I don't think people are going to click on the house if it said, this is Helix, uh, the guy in Helix's house. It's about the house. It's a cool house. So this Jamie guy, obviously a big Helix fan. As a rock station, you'd think you'd say it's Planet Helix. But what do you guys know about local rock? He goes on to say that's that's a shot at FM 96 because they don't play Helix on their station. There's been a long-going battle between Helix and FM 96. What? <laughs> is there, this is I the first re- I'm hearing about <laughs> yeah. it. I didn't know there was a grudge. <laughs> Some other comments. Amanda says, yikes, 349000 is too much for a small, tacky, outdated house. Okay, that's your opinion, Manda. Justin says, I saw this house on MTV Cribs years ago. Hmm. It's the guy from Helix who lives here. Yeah, it is. I saw that episode of Cribs as well. I mean, you know, it's an eccentric home. I say God bless them for the... There's years and years of collecting interesting furniture and effort that has gone into this house. And in the listing, it does say that many celebrities have been to the house. I don't know... Maybe for some people, the fact that the Helix guy lives there would be a selling feature, or the fact that many celebrities have been through there is a selling feature. It's like when George and Seinfeld had John Voight's car. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guess what? I bought Brian Vollmer's house, guys. <laughs> There's a pen with his teeth marks in it in there. Amy Ross says, I used to live near this house when I was younger. I always wanted to see the inside. It looks like Hansel and Gretel's house. It does kind of. So friggin' cute. Exactly. Someone needs to buy this and make it an Airbnb. Hmm. Its charm would sell itself. It would be a cool place to uh, stay in for a couple days. Paul says, Brian Vollmer was my landlord for six years. Used to live in a house that he owned. He and his wife are the sweetest people ever. And Barb says, 
There's going to be an open house this weekend, Saturday and Sunday from 2 to 4. Yes, this is Planet Helix. Yes. The current home of Brian and Linda Vollmer. Call or message me if you'd like a private showing. Oh, so, nice. <laughs> if we had a war going with Helix, do you really think we'd be helping the guy sell his house by posting this on the FM96 Facebook fan page? Come on. Give me an O. O. F. 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 E. E. R. R. What you got? Offer. And what you gonna do? Lowball you. <laughs> Crazy story that came to light yesterday. A Snapchat video went viral. It's a young blonde woman in Toronto. She's uh, many stories up in a condo building near the Gardner Expressway. And she just picks up a lawn chair, throws it off the side of the condo, and they film it as it, it's falling towards the traffic that's driving underneath the building. Um, it cuts out right before the chair hits the ground, but there's some pictures that popped up as well of the chairs on the sidewalk. So they landed on the sidewalk right in front of this condo building. Easily could have maimed or killed somebody if they were coming out of the building or walking by. Or if it had made it to the gardener. Can you imagine driving down the highway and all of a sudden a metal lawn chair goes through the front uh, windshield? Oh, it could. not only would it probably kill you, it would cause a huge accident among multiple cars. Right. It, could, it could kill multiple, multiple people. Multiple fatalities possible in this scenario. Even if it misses the car and it hits in front of you when you, you swerve, swerve and you do something else, yeah. like there's a number of ways it could have been deadly for a lot of people. This woman is lucky that nobody was killed. Police are searching for her. They're asking uh, that the public watch this video and if you can identify this woman... Give the Toronto police a call because they're searching for for endangering life. And, Jim, you, you think she's got an interesting look to her. You're not a fan of how she looks. No, I just, I, I feel like her face looks like it's it's got some nasty Botox going on. I don't know. And, it's, and it says, the Snapchat says good morning. So I think these girls are up all night, probably doing drugs. And just they're on a bender. And this is your this is my complete speculation. I know the type, and you just look <laughs> you at this do. girl, and you're like, they're up to no good. You know the type of person that would throw a metal uh, piece of furniture off of a condo balcony. I know the type of ignorant person who'd be partying all night and thinking they're invincible. That's the type of person. That's what that's what they look like. It is. It, it, it's ridiculous. First thing I thought when I watched this was. If I was walking under that building with my son and that chair hit my son and then I saw this video, I would track that woman down and I'd have to kill her. <laughs> there is no way they can't. I, so, like, you, you maybe you can't tell how high up they are, but they should be able to tell generally where they are, like where this where this fell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you can tell what they building can do a, it is. All the buildings have a like little cameras. reverse got, engineering yeah. and figure out, figure out approximately what unit she's in. Now they're saying that she may not live there. She may have been a visitor or she could have been renting like an Airbnb or something like that in this condo building. But still, her picture, this video is now everywhere. The police have got to find her. Mm-hmm. I always find it funny how stupid somebody would be to throw it off the building in the first place, but then the <laughs> idiot to videotape it, and then the idiot to post it. Yeah. Like, how, how do you think people are going to think this is cool and not think you're a complete moron? Right. Like what what if it kills someone? 
Would you still have posted it? It you could have dummies? easily done. Like, they don't know the result of, of yeah. it, you know? It's just insanity. Well, the pictures down on ground level that were posted yesterday by somebody who was walking by and, and put the pieces together saw the chairs mangled on the sidewalk. And I mm-hmm. said chairs because there was two chairs. Wow. Jeez. Oh, it wasn't just one. There was two chairs that were thrown. We only see the one get tossed in this video, but apparently there was another one. Like a woman pushing a baby carriage. You know, like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Well, you always hear it's dangerous to throw a penny off a building. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, you know, if you threw a beer bottle, that would be dangerous. It's just, that's like a 40-pound chair. Watching this video makes me nervous to go to Toronto because there's these condo buildings are everywhere. Dev, I know your family lives not far from where this incident took place. And if you wanted, you could throw furniture out of the windows there. I could. Um, I'm uh, a normal human being, so I have not. I've never even had the urge to do it. Or if somebody wanted to target people and they see this video, this is something that could inspire them to start actually trying to hit cars down below or trying to hit people down below. It's just such a stupid thing. I've heard that uh, chairs are, are one thing, but there's a lot of people in Toronto who just simply throw their trash off the side of their condo buildings. In fact, a lot of these buildings have had to install nets so that the trash doesn't fall below onto the ground level, it lands in these nets, and they clean it up from the nets. That's how bad it's getting in Toronto. Well, I see some trash that should be in a net right here in this video. <laughs> Blonde with some bad Botox. <laughs> if you recognize her, uh, we've posted the global news story with the video on the FM 96 Facebook fan page. If you recognize this woman, call the police. Let's get her behind bars. Slick out there on the roads could be slow moving. A bit of a frustrating drive. You need to center yourself, calm down a little bit later today. Maybe you want to go do some yoga. Our friend Lisa from the Yoga Shack is on the phone. Namaste, Lisa. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> Good. Nice to hear from you. Yeah. Well, the reason we're calling is because we, we saw this story online and we thought it might be a business opportunity for you. Uh, have you heard of Rage Yoga? <laughs> I really haven't. Okay, well, here, well, let's just play the news story for you. This is from out west here in Canada. There's a yoga place, and they're doing something called rage yoga. Yoga itself actually means union, so union with yourself. And that's not always just, like, super calm breathing, practicing, like, quiet time, like a lot of yoga places are. And people need to, like, release and let go. kick on that It's a great thing to just scream it out. Get rid of all that tension in your head, your neck, your jaw, everything. Let it f***ing go. Exhale, release all that shit. Let it go. Rage yoga is a practice that involves breathing, stretching, mudras, yoga postures, and a lot of bad humor. One of the funniest things um, I think I ever heard was, I told you to do the dishes. <laughs> we actually take beer breaks during the class. Cheers. What it's is definitely this? not for everybody, and that's totally okay. I also don't recommend bringing your children. We're all angry about something and we all have been holding on to an f-bomb for a little bit too long so that's what this does it allows you to have a safe space to let go of your anger and frustration and rage in a healthy way and then also wash it all away with some ice cold beer to come up all the way exhale i'm in are you where do i sign up (laughs) dropping f-bombs doing yoga drinking beer 
It just seems counterproductive. What do you think, Lise? I like it, actually. I feel like it's real. You know, so, so many people are trying to attach you know, yoga with this or yoga with that, but I think who cares? It, it gets people out. It's a sense of community. You know, maybe you make a friend in the class. I mean, hey, I have a two-year-old that's calling for mommy who I think is experiencing some rage yoga right now, so I get it. Yeah. Uh, it would be funny just to hear, like you said, the one person yelled out, I told you to do the dishes. It would be funny <laughs> to hear people yelling out the, the random things that they're feeling rage about. Why are there crumbs in the bed? <laughs> hey, I've done it myself, rushing to class. I mean, you're trying to be peaceful. You're trying to get ready. You're going to yoga, and, you know, there's traffic or there's a train or Someone cuts you off, and it's, oh. you know, nobody's zen all the time. Here in London, you'd be you'd be hearing a lot about the the trains. <laughs> I think running through downtown at rage yoga. Hey, let's yoga. plan a class. You want to do, do a rage it. yoga I, class? I absolutely do. I can't <laughs> say about the beer because then we have to get a liquor license yeah. and all that. But I think we could definitely make up for it in rage. Mm, I don't know. Uh, the beer was the big selling feature for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, look into it. You want, but you want to set something up? You want to do a rage yoga class? Absolutely. Jim, will you give it absolutely. a try at least? I I guess so. Yeah. My, my rage exercise is like going to the dump and throwing a microwave onto something. That's what I find satisfying. <laughs> But I'll give it's your yoga. version of rage That's yoga. Rage yoga, like that, makes me feel better about myself. But I'll give this a shot, I guess. Okay, we'll we'll set something up and we'll let the people know when we're ready to go. But we got to try and get the the beer involved. Maybe hell yeah. If if you don't charge for the beer, there's got to be some way around it. And if we don't we'll get the beer, we'll then that's going to be what I'm raging about for the hour. <laughs> I was told there'd be beer here. <laughs> Namaste. Lisa from Yoga Shack, thank you so much for joining us and have a great, peaceful day. You too. Namaste. Yeah, it's time for sports. Devin Peacock is here. and This is something you don't see every day. Headline reads, Bat at Indiana Pacers game may have exposed fans to rabies. <laughs> what? <laughs> So this is the other night. Uh, suddenly, play was interrupted when a bat came down from the Raptors, uh, the rafters, and started flying around. Not the Raptors; they weren't playing. <laughs> what a strategy, though! You just <laughs> open your shirt and the bats fly out. This bat starts flying around. At first, they didn't know what was going on there. Somebody threw something. That. That's, a, that's not a bat, but there's a bird in, in the uh, facility. Is that a bat? Because they have bats in. Uh, in, in, in San, San Antonio. Antonio, and I mean, they had multiple best. And, and guys, everybody's a little leery. Yeah, everybody is. You can see it right there flying across the floor. Where's Boomer? It comes, oh boy. Got to give a kudos to the players who, they seem very calm. I don't know if you guys have ever encountered a bat, but oh yeah, I know I react a lot differently when a bat is flying near me. <laughs> Start screaming. <laughs> I felt kind of bad for the bat. I mean, he's just being a bat, and then he comes, he flies down, and he's in this weirdo situation. <laughs> People are throwing towels at him. <laughs> Boomers is making a move. Security is making a move. Everybody's and the bat really it. is. It's just Christmas hovering the over the the surface of the court. It's right down there. Let's see. Bouncing oh off security look guards. At, look at Josh Condor. The mascot the dives to try and catch the bat. Everyone wants to be the hero who catches the bat, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's dive bombing. It's 
There's a good four minutes of this bat flying around interrupting the NBA game. I feel like it wouldn't last that long if this was a tennis match. (laughs) (laughs) The the bats at Wimbledon (laughs) don't stand a chance. But this actually happened once. uh, This must have been years ago. I saw a video, I remember, where Ginobili was on the court, and he saw the bat fly by, and he just whacked it with his hand. Open face slaps it, and the bat fell to the floor. He picked it up by the wing and handed it to like a security guard yeah, or something. That, that was the reference they made because that's San Antonio when they had their bat situation. When they had a couple bats, but uh, no one here was as uh, talented as Ginobili to <laughs> able to to knock it down. They tried to. They had like guys with towels trying to just like throw the towel over it, which is not going to work whatsoever. But hey, you got to give it to the guy who's working the sound here in the stadium as well. You know, trying to make sure I get a good view. He put on the Batman song. He's headed up. Is he headed up? Now fans are like trying to grab the bat because it went up. And if you are one of those fans who who tried to handle the bat or the bat touched you, they're saying you should go and get tested for rabies because uh, they did get the bat in the end. And it's rabid. Whoa. (laughs) It's a rabid bat. Holy cow. (laughs) If you can no longer see yourself in a mirror, (laughs) that's one of the signs that you may have been bitten by the bat. (laughs) You have a sudden thirst for human blood. (laughs) And you hate garlic. (laughs) Oh, what do you know, eh? Isn't that fun? I I would never hit it out of the air if I played on that court, though, because you know Pete is going to be after you. You know, you're the hero within the stadium because the game starts again. But then afterwards, there's the bat killing backlash. Yeah, the animal cruelty, folks. That game was a a real battle. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this isn't the new thing like. Uh, how they throw octopus on the ice in, <laughs> in Detroit. In Detroit. <laughs> They're now throwing bats onto the court in Indiana. <laughs> uh, seemed like a good idea on paper. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.